Hey everyone, it's Robert Poole. Uh, this is part two of our discussion on the importance of a perspective other than your own. And today we're going to talk about uh, why you should follow the example of some of the most successful people in the world. Let's get started. You have a small B2B business. Are you frustrated with the lack of resources to grow in B2B? So where do we go to learn how to grow our B2B business? Should we focus on traditional offline methods, online techniques, or both? How do we bring in more clients and revenue and yet keep our sanity? I'm Robert Poole. Join me as I share two decades of B2B growth experience, learn new techniques, and combine both offline and online growth strategies to grow my own business. If you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for just a nine-to-five job. Welcome to the tribe and welcome home. Okay, so in uh, part one of this topic of getting help outside of your own head, we focused on using the gold mine that's your internal team of employees. Uh, you know, but what do you do if you don't have employees, for instance? Or are there any other ways to get feedback uh, outside of your employees and insights into your business that'll help you see things that you aren't seeing? You know, other than getting input from your team, you know, you can get advice, feedback, and an outsider's perspective by bringing in some kind of third party business coach or consultant or whatever you want to call them. Uh, you know, I like the the term coach versus consultant as consultant just reminds me of some overpaid, useless talking head getting paid by a Fortune 500 company for whatever the latest trendy issue is so that the company can claim that they're uh, doing and giving some uh, issue and attention. But so you can you can call them whatever, the, whatever you want, but I'll just call them coaches. Um, as you know, much feedback and wisdom can come, you know, in the form of input from your employees if they've worked for you for any length of time, uh, I guarantee your company will suffer from groupthink from time to time. That's why it's always important to really elicit feedback from new employees. They haven't been around long enough to know how things, you know, are done and, you know, and it probably could be done better if they're done in a certain way. Just because you've always done it that way doesn't mean that it should be done that way or it couldn't be done a better way. You know, it's uh, human nature, you know, that they've proven over and over again that groups start to coalesce into a similar mindset over time. And, you know, that really blocks insights that an outsider has. You know, one of the things I've done in my whole life is try to ask those around me who are successful what they do to become and stay successful. You know, in my single days, if I met someone who appeared to have a good marriage, you know, I'd ask them about that. If I saw a successful business person, I'd ask them for advice. Uh, you know, it's amazing what you can learn from just asking. And, you know, most successful people are, are happy to share because uh, they know what it's like, you know, to uh, to struggle uh, and they have no problem sharing their wisdom with you. Well, I did that a lot when I was younger. I realized a few years ago that I had gotten in the habit of just relying on my own genius and, you know, the legend in my own mind, so to speak, and that of my business partner. Not a good idea, of course. Uh, you know, I really stopped seeking others who were successful as, you know, I thought it would be a reflection on me. And, you know, it was uh, kind of my ego that, uh, you know, that if I looked at somebody who was much more successful than me, it would point out my lack of success compared to them. And it's hard to ask for help, but it's really is stupid not to. You know, as I worked uh, with my team to get their input, I started searching for other ideas and realized I needed to get some kind of ongoing advice from somebody. You know, while it's great to reach out to successful entrepreneurs and business people who are good role models, you know, there's only so much time you can take of theirs without feeling like you're a leech. You know, you can take them to lunch, but you can't, uh, you know, have a weekly meeting with them, you know, and not expect to pay them, you know. Uh, so, you know, the solution in my mind is to hire some kind of professional 
business coach or consultant. And, you know, at first I, I resisted this idea, you know, because a lot of coaches, quite frankly, are, are very expensive for a small business. You know, I mean, you're talking generally, you know, five to 15, you know, thousand dollars a year contract and, you know, or more, you know, and, you know, that's not pocket change for smaller businesses. You know, however, this is one of the areas where an investment really is worth it. And I'll give you an example of, of that in a minute, but let's think through it. Um, you know, think about the most successful people in our culture, in our business, uh, in politics, sports, you know, every area of life where success can be quantified. You know, does Brad Pitt rely on his own innate ability to act? Uh, I mean, sure, he's got natural talent, but, you know, he's got an acting coach. Uh, you know, he's got a fitness coach and I'm sure a whole team of coaches for different areas, you know. Does, you know, Patrick Mahomes, the Super Bowl MVP have coaches? Well, obviously he does, but I'm not talking about the head coach of the Chiefs, but, you know, he's got coaches, you know, for his, uh, you know, physical training, for his diet, you know, for all kinds of things, all aspects of his life. You know, does every politician, you know, have advisors who are basically coaches? Yeah, of course they do. So, you know, as a business owner, you know, let's face it, you're not smart enough to think of every idea needed to grow your business. And I'm not saying that as a hit, it's just, it's true. Cause I'm, I'm, that's me. Uh, you know, many of us think we are, but, uh, let's deal in reality and get the ego out of the way for a second. Um, you really do need an outsider's perspective. Who's not emotionally involved and more importantly, a person who will advise you and then keep you accountable, which is the, uh, the huge part of it, in my opinion. You know, a good coach not only has good ideas, but they'll work with you to set your goals and then make sure you do what's necessary to achieve them. You know, we're all human. We procrastinate. We get off track. We get busy, you know, in our lives. And, you know, but if you know that tomorrow you're going to have a Zoom meeting with your coach and he or she is going to ask you if you did what you said you were going to do last time you talked. And then, you know, suddenly, you know, this is where ego becomes your friend. And, you know, it's uh, human nature not to want to admit failure to somebody, especially somebody you're paying a lot of money to. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example of how this impacted our business. You know, as I mentioned, you know, a few years ago, I went to the Tony Robbins Business Mastery Seminar and it's very expensive, but it's, you know, for a business our size, but well worth it, in my opinion. You know, and, and as part of the fee of the seminar, you get, I think it was six 30 minute sessions with a Tony Robbins business coach. And I'd never done coaching before and didn't know what to expect. But, you know, as you can probably tell by now, if you've listened to these episodes, I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins and, you know, that was included. So I, you know, I went ahead and did it. You know, and in retrospect, uh, coaching really is a, a relationship thing like dating. You know, when you first meet somebody, you have your, your best foot forward and you don't let your guard down and tell the person, you know, all your deep, dark secrets. Uh, you know, feel like if you give up too much, you know, uh, information that they won't like you, you'll be embarrassed, you know, et cetera. You know, and I found it was the same way with coaching. Uh, you know, it, those first few sessions, you know, we talk about things in general terms of my business and, you know, I didn't let on some of the areas that I struggle with is I didn't trust this person. And, you know, my, you know, human nature didn't want to be judged. And however, you know, over the six sessions, you know, I started to see a lot of value in her ideas, even though she didn't know as much about my business because I wasn't giving her that much information. You know, and the questions she asked me were the most important part, uh, you know, about the business that I realized I didn't have good answers to. Uh, you know, these are things that I needed to address. And, that uh, experience was enough to convince me to, to sign a six month coaching contract, which is all I could afford at the time. Um, but, you know, I put the whole thing on a credit card and, you know, as I was tight on cash. And uh, so, you know, needless to say, this wasn't, you know, again, a small amount of money, 
But I felt there was an investment in my business there that was worth trying. You know, and I'm happy to report that I got more than my money's worth in hiring her. In fact, you know, one idea she gave me, a suggested book I'd never heard of before, made me thousands of dollars, which paid for the coaching, you know, definitely. You know, I've since been involved in multiple coaching programs and continue to do so now and will for the rest of my life. Uh, you know, it's crazy. The more successful you are, the more you'll want to spend on coaches or advisors. You know, as I mentioned, you know, the most successful people in the world have multiple coaches. If if you want to be like somebody and have the success they have, you got to do what they do. So if you don't have a coach and aren't convinced that you need one, you know, how do you find somebody? Uh, you know, I found that there are, you know, a gazillion, quote, business coaches out there, life coaches. You know, there's all kinds of people out there. Uh, and it's tough to find somebody who's actually a professional because anybody can claim that they're a, they're a coach, you know, of whatever specialty. You know, the most important factor in hiring a coach, an employee, a vendor, or anyone else, really, in my opinion, is just finding somebody who's actually an expert at their craft and not somebody who has the credentials, so to speak, uh, just because uh, they have a PhD and teaches at Wharton, you know, really means nothing to me, uh, unless they have a long track record of uh, success in business and whatever their specialty is. You know, it's, it's comical to me to see how many quote, life coaches, business coaches, personal trainers, you know, are, are out there with, you know, who in my mind have, have no right to represent themselves that way. It cracks me up when I go to the gym and I see somebody who's a, you know, personal trainer and the, you know, the trainer themselves is overweight and, and out of shape. It's like, how did they even get that job? You know, but, um, you know, if a coach doesn't have a track record of success in what you're hiring them for, and can't produce testimonials, references, examples of actual results they've gotten for others, you know, just run the other way. Uh, so, you know, this is all great and dandy, say Robert, but, you know, I can't afford it. Well, in my opinion, like in other areas, you know, you're really asking yourself the wrong question, looking at it backwards. You know, I know because I've done this myself, uh, you know, you have to ask yourself the question, how do I pay for this coach or consultant? Uh, not, well, I can't afford it. Maybe you can't hire the top tier person in your field, but I'm sure you can find a way to hire someone mid-level, uh, let's say, you know, you know, and you also have to think about the cost of not hiring that coach, you know, uh, in real dollar terms. You know, for instance, if this coach gave you one idea over the period of the contract and increased your revenue 5% for the year, would that be worth it to you? It, you know, in my mind and in, in our business, definitely, you know, look at your numbers and, I bet you'll see that, you know, the impact uh, that something like that could have, you know, um, you know, so then this last episode and, you know, the, this one I uh, focused on, you know, sort of getting your ego out of the way and taking advantage of the brains of other people. But in business, who, you know, makes a, a huge difference. And most people think of it, you know, that sense of, you know, who, you know, outside your company. So, you know, again, I would look inside your company for some of the best ideas you can get to grow your company and then pay a professional, make an investment to get that revenue generating advice and more importantly, in my mind, keep you accountable to your own word, your own goals and what you want to accomplish. Uh, I hope you got something out of this uh, last two episodes and these concepts because uh, they personally made me and our company a lot of money and I think they could do for you as well. On the next episode, we're going to talk about some of the techniques that have really skyrocketed my personal productivity you know, on a daily basis as an entrepreneur and really giving me back uh, the control of my time. Thanks again for listening, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something you can implement right away. I know your time is valuable, and it's an honor to serve you. 
Please subscribe and rate this show on iTunes and give me your honest feedback and what future subjects would help you out the most. I also put together a short ebook on some of the top lessons I've learned in 20 years in a B2B business. You can download a free copy at growyourb2bcompany.com. That's growyourb2bcompany.com.